All rise. Court is in session. What is going on, everyone? It is Wednesday, February 1st. It is Black History Month. Yes, indeed. How's everyone doing tonight? I'm delighted to have you all with us, as, as well as my panel here. I have a team of great podcasters with me tonight. I have Chris below me. What's going on, Chris? How you doing? Doing good, Jonathan, man. How about yourself? How's it going? Good, good. It's a pleasure to uh, have you on the show tonight with us as we uh, dive into some sports topics. I mean, it's been a busy week in the NFL. We're going to get into that. Uh, we're definitely going to get into the news about Tom Brady. Uh, as you guys know, he announced retirement again today. But before we get into it, I got to introduce my other fellas on the show tonight. Freddie, what's going on, man? Hey, Freddy, what's can going you hear on, us? sports judge? Yeah, nothing can you hear much, me? man. Nothing much. Just living life, just talking sports, doing what I do best, doing what we do best. We're here tonight. We got a great show. We got a great panel. I'm I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. What's up, Coach Dante? Jonathan, I... How you feeling? What's going on, man? I'm glad to be on here. Uh, glad to be, like I say, important and uh and part of the sports empire network shout out to freddie shout out to jonathan chris this uh for being for having me on and it's been an awesome week for me it's been an awesome week for me i'm ready to get right into it freddie i didn't mean to cut you off what 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 did you want to say what did you want to no, talk that's good. It's good it's good let's go okay let's go. <laughs> jonathan, I agree. I agree. Jonathan, hold on hold on jonathan i must What's say that? you kicked off your show last friday you did a wonderful job you kicked it off Monday. You did a wonderful job, but you know you needed my good looks to bless this show, so you can so we can bless the viewership with this good looking face. I must say. Oh, did I really? Yeah, yeah, that's one. Yeah, Freddie, yeah, yeah. let's, let's let's get on with the show. Come on, let's get on. on. We got an hour, and we got a lot to talk about. We got a we got an action packed show today. We got a lot to unpack in this show, so let's get right to it. The biggest news of the day, guys, was Tom Brady. Tom Brady once again announced retirement. Tom Brady is hanging up his cleats for good this time. I think I think it's for good. Now, this time around, we didn't hear it from Instagram. We didn't hear it from social media. We heard it from him directly. He came out in an emotional uh, video that was seen. Uh, it, it appeared that he was on a beach somewhere. Um, but that that's irrelevant. Uh, in the in in his emotional message posted Wednesday on Instagram, the 45 year old quarterback confirmed that he is ending his prolific NFL career, a colorful NFL career after 23 seasons. I want to get your guys thought on this. Um, I I want to dive into his legacy. What does this mean? Uh, uh, where do you rank him? Is he your goat? Because to me, he is the undisputed GOAT. And I know you got people out there that disagree with that because of, you know, the checker history of cheating and all that other nonsense that, that happened throughout the course of his career. But, uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you since you're at the bottom of me. I, I want to get your thoughts on Tom Brady. And, and what does this say about his legacy and who he is as a player? Um, to me? Believe it or not, like I was actually a Tom Brady fan in the Michigan days, back with him and Anthony Thomas were, you know, doing that thing in Michigan. So 
when he came into the NFL, um, I you know I loved him then. I was happy he he got drafted. Granted, it was lower than you know. Well, no, it probably was actually you know good for his projection. But when he finally got to play and come in, I was so excited. New England was it for me from then on. Uh, so to answer your first question, yeah, he's goat. Like there's no argument on that. I I can't listen to anybody who says anything different. This man has three Hall of Fame careers. If you like divide up his time in the NFL, all three are in all three are first ballot Hall of Fame. Um, this morning when I heard about it, I had literally just made it to work and I was glad that I was parked because I probably would have ran off the road. The roads are wet. I would have got that bad news, man. I would have just driven off the road if I heard Tom Brady was leaving the NFL. But um, I know that in five years, I will be taking a trip to Canton. Y'all are more than welcome to road trip with me. I hear you. Hey, I'm I'm down for that. I could take a nice road trip. Actually, I need a getaway. I need a vacation. Uh, that would be nice. Tom Brady, man, he had a signature career. Um, he is the undisputed GOAT, no question about it. Uh, let's put aside the, the video cameras. Let's put aside Spygate. Let's put, uh, put aside all that. And let's appreciate him for what he has done for the game of football. Um, just an amazing player. Uh, to watch and clearly he had an astonishing career I think I think now that he's gone Freddie and I want to ask you this now that he's gone he will be more appreciated right more people will reminisce about the yesteryears and they'll talk about um, what he has accomplished later on down the road and they'll remember him for for the player that he was um, but Freddie, I want to get your thoughts on Tom Brady, uh, his legacy, and what he meant for this game of football. You got to hear me? Yes. You hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First of all, what a wonderful career by the great Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., whatever you want to call it, a man. Um, a seven-time champion, the MVPs, the, the records. Um, I mean, he's pretty much number one every, every record you can think of in the book. Um, I just don't know how you can hate on the man. Um, I kind of put him, I put him in the same category. The people that hate on LeBron, that they just they just haters in life because if there's something that you can find that can hate on him, on this man, it's crazy. I mean, the dude has been in the league, what, 23 years? Uh, been playing for what, forever, uh, most of my life, but two. I mean, he's done really whatever it takes to win. This is a guy that has taken less money to win. And this is a guy that have. Um, we've seen recently take teammates in, let them live with them to win. We've seen him do things that a lot of guys that won't do, that won't won't do. He's done a lot of things that we look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers, a guy that looks selfish, a guy that's all about him. He, Tom, Tom Brady's done the opposite. Um, but you know, it, it was time. It really was, and and it's not really his fault. The reason why that he looked bad this year to me personally is because that all offensive line was banged his face guys 
in order for Tom Brady to continue to play football, he has to be in the best situation that's possible. There's only one team to me that seems like it's the best situation for him right now. It's not the Vegas Raiders. It's not the Commanders, not the Panthers, not the Jets. It's the San Francisco 49ers. That's the only team to me that is ready, that is built to go on a run. They have a, a great defense. They have a great running game. They have the receivers. They have a good offensive line. That's the only team that I can see Tom Brady ever going back to. But I believe he's done. He has a family that he's he's seemed to prioritize. And I just don't think Tom Brady want to play meaningless. meaningless. He don't want to just go to the first round and lose this year. Because he's been at the highest moments in his career. Um, but just shout out to him. Um, just hey, just pray that um, you know, he have a long, he he finds another career outside of football that he can be just as successful. We do know he has the contract with Fox. Um, so we it's gonna be interesting to see how he trans that. But um, shout out to Tom Brady. Yeah, um, he decided that it was time to call it a career. Um, I felt that it was time as well. What else do you have to prove? What else do you have to prove? You you're the most you one of the most accomplished players, if not the most accomplished player in NFL history. You had a declarated 22, 23 year career. Um, everywhere you've been, you've been with two franchises. You made an impact. You came right into Tampa Bay and you made an immediate impact on the team. Um, so there was nothing more for Tom Brady to accomplish. Um, and you know, at at some point, uh, your career is going to come to an end. Your career is going to come to an end, and I, I guess he felt it was best to step away now um, and not have another season like the one he had last season. But again, that wasn't all his fault. You can't pin all the blame on him because he really didn't have a great offensive line to protect him. And I think I think mentally and physically he was drained. He was drained at some at some time at, at some point in your life. You got to say enough is enough. Enough is enough. And you had an astonishing career. Uh, you're a seven-time, a seven-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, you won multiple MVPs. What else is there for what else is there for Tom Brady to do? So now he's leaving this game to the young quarterbacks out there as we now usher in a new era of young quarterbacks who have changed the way the game is played, by the way. Dante, what are your thoughts on Tom Brady and what did he mean for this game? And and what and what uh how would the game move on without Tom Brady? Well, this league, uh this league today is turning into uh if you're one of those quarterbacks that can move and run up out the pocket, uh that's what this league this league is turning into today. But Tom Brady meant everything for this game. He did a lot for this game, he made a lot of sacrifices for this game, like Freddie said, took uh kept taking pay cuts, pay cuts. Over and over, if he wanted to be the, uh, if he wanted to uh, be like Aaron Rodgers and just be a selfish player on his team, if he actually kind of wanted to be the highest paid quarterback in all of National Football, he could have damn well done that. But he just sacrificed to make his team better. Uh, every time he stepped on the field, you knew you had an opportunity to go down to win the game. 
and it's not a player in that locker room and on that offensive side he didn't make better. Everybody that came in that organization, Tom Brady made better. You talking about the Julian Edelmans, the Wes Welkers. He made those guys better. Tom Brady uh, elevated teammates. Yes, he's going to yell. He's going to scream at you every time he messes up. But he's also going to do what's right to help the team win. Uh, he goes to Tampa Bay. He immediately, Byron left with, I mean, he thought, Jameis Winston throws 30 interceptions. He has 30-30 uh, season. He comes in now right away. He, win, he, he wins the Super Bowl. Uh, this year definitely wasn't his fault. He didn't have a bad year, man. He uh, had a 66 completion percentage, uh, 25 touchdowns, nine interceptions. His offensive line was beat up from the start of the season. His offensive line basically got hurt in training camp. The receivers couldn't stay on the field. Mike Evans was dropping passes all over the place. Chris Godwin, you know, came into the season kind of hurt, kind of hurt. Uh, uh, like I say, the secondary stayed hurt all season. So to lead that team to the playoffs – that was something special, but every time Tom Brady got on the field, you knew he was he won he was gonna he was gonna give it all he had. At this moment, he couldn't stand the punishment that he was exorbitant. Offensive line wasn't blocking for him. The receiving court could not get open in that Dallas game to save their life. That's why most of the uh, passes he was throwing in the dirt. But uh, I appreciate Tom Brady for whatever he done for the game. And Tom Brady just made every player in that locker room better. Each each teammate. Each player that he played on that offensive side of the ball, he made better. And Tom Brady is the goat, and he's the greatest quarterback they ever played this game. I couldn't agree more. I think I think we all are in agreement on that, that he is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game of football. And what always, uh, what I was always astounded by was how well Tom Brady played into his 40s. Um, how he was able to still play at such a high level. And a lot of that was because of how he conditioned his body, how how he took care of his body during the offseason. Uh, he had a, 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 a weird diet. Um, there was one time, he, I, I believe he was on a liquid diet, I, I believe. You know, so, um, I mean, this man took good care of himself during the offseason and he stayed with it. He was always in, in game shape, always ready to, to uh, uh, you know, play the game. And, I mean, hey, he can now enjoy his retirement, and I guess he can chill and hang out with his family and try to repair the damage. I guess if you look at his personal life, that's what a lot of people against that as well. But I'm not going to get into his personal life. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, he still was the greatest to ever play. What's up? What's up? Stay. What's going on? Hey guys, I'm here finally. I know I know you guys are waiting for me. I'm so sorry to keep you waiting, but I'm here now to bless your show, Jonathan, because I love you so much. And you know, the rest of y'all are in for a show. That's all I can say. Appreciate you. Appreciate hold you. on, hold on. Freddie, don't start. Freddie, don't start. And don't I appreciate start. our viewers, Freddie, don't start. I want to give a shout out to uh, Frankie and Steve for uh, tuning in as well. No, no, no not Frankie. Because Frankie Freddie, is being very Freddie. disrespectful right now. I, I want to say something, Drew. Can I say oh, yeah, something, John? No. Freddie, oh, Freddie, go oh, ahead. Jesus. Go ahead. Get it, Get whatever it is off your chest. We can move First on. off. We still got some topics to get into. First off, shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you for tuning in. And, you know, we're 16, 17 minutes in the chat. I mean, we know 
we can see how big time the sensei is. She comes in with a warm welcome. Jonathan, <laughs> you wasn't that happy when you welcomed me, Chris, and Dante on. Can you explain that, sir? What you trying to say? Listen, you're taking it. Jonathan loved me more than he loved y'all. He don't like y'all like that. He loved me. That's the difference. Get with it what or I get do? lost. And Steve, and Steve, personally, you don't even know me like that to know what type of time I'm on, sir. I don't get lessons. I give them thanks. He said you're about to teach it. He, he was just complimenting you. Why are you calling oh, him actually, like that? Oh, I, take, I take that back. I take that back. I really <laughs> <am>. <laughs> you're right, Steve. You're right. My fault, big dog. You're right. You're right. Sensei, since you came on late, yes. Let me get your thoughts on Tom Brady because today, you know, he announced his retirement. Wait, first of all, Jeremy, I'm pretty. I, I won't do that. Uh, for, uh, not as pretty as me. <laughs> Fall back. Thanks. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You know, I, 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 I want to get your thoughts on Tom Brady. Um, well, I'm glad that he's hopefully he, I mean, he says this is for good, but you know, he also kind of gave us the indication of that last year, but I hope that he finally is taking the time to to retire. I mean, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. He doesn't have anything else to prove. He's won seven Super Bowls. He has every passing record you could possibly imagine. And it's time for him to be a family man. It's time for him to go home and be with his kids a little bit more, spend a little bit more time with them. They're getting older. They're starting to grow and develop. And, you know, I mean, I, I believe he signed a, a sports analyst deal to where he'll still be able to be around the game and still, you know, talk about the game that, you know, he loved and he's been playing for 23 years. So it's not like he's fully leaving football. He's definitely going to have something else that's going to keep him attached. But he he's proven everything you need to prove. So, I mean, Tom Brady is one of the greatest of all time. Where you have him ranked is, is your personal opinion. But we all can acknowledge, I think, no matter what we feel about him, is that he's one of the greatest. And, I mean, you know, he's – I mean – he. He didn't have, like I said, he just didn't have anything else to prove. There's nothing else that was going to make him push him over to push him over the top to make him even greater than he already is. He's already he's already the greatest. He's the standard. He's what every quarterback right now is trying to be. So um, salute to him. I hope he has a great retirement, but it's it's been about time. Yeah, and he definitely is the standard. Um, absolutely. But you will never, ever, not in our lifetime, See another Tom Brady. Not at he, all. I mean, his legacy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. His no, legacy Jonathan, cannot no. be replicated. Freddie, you're gonna argue Tom that. You're gonna yes, argue. I am. You're gonna argue yes, with me on I that. Am. Oh Lord. There's one, there's one man. There's what? one man that I believe that he can touch Tom Brady. You better not say who. He ain't from White House, you Texas. I know you're not about to. He's from White House, House Texas. My homie, Patrick Mahomes. Um, the bricks just a touch, y'all. Patrick, the Mahomes guy who puts ketchup deal. on the state is gonna things that have like things that have Patrick Mahomes have accomplished as a young as a young quarterback in this league. Like he came in blazing, you guys. Okay, I he's mean, ahead of his okay, time. So, I'll give you that. He's a, do you he's think accolade wise he can pass Brady? Maybe like. I mean, as an athlete, of course, a quarterback, you know, he may have a skill. But so let me ask you a question, Chris. Do you think – you don't think um, Patrick Mahomes can throw as many yards as Tom Brady has in a career? Do I think you have the longevity has- that Brady will have to get to that? I think so. I really do. He has an elite skill set. And the game is faster, you guys. The game is faster. 
than it was when Tom Brady was when he first started. I mean, we've seen offense. I mean, hey, passing the throwing the football is nothing nowadays. So okay, I know we're on Brady, but to, okay, so if Mahomes finishes his career with four rings, let's just say. We you still can't compare him to Brady, like no matter what he does, like Brady's just a standard, you know. Yeah, but can we so measure? Does, can we does measure Mahomes underachieve by the number of championships? See, can we measure greatness by the number of championships? I think you have to be really careful measuring greatness by championships because a lot of things have to go right in order for a team or a person to win championships. So it's not just like Patrick the Chiefs are going to win championships. Now, if we're measuring off of how championship is won, then we have to Brady is still a standard because Brady, both are very similar. They're not he's not ramshackling teams. He's going all over the place. So he comes to go, or he's in the you know two way version or touchdown or some form of fashion. So if we're gonna measure the two of them by Super Bowl, it would have to be how the Super Bowls are won. Because just being a Super Bowl, that's not fair enough to me. Because like I said, the himself is the one that did the Super Bowl. The Chiefs were the Super Bowl. You see what I'm saying? Sensei. Sensei, I hate to cut you off, but your connection yeah. is kind of bad. You're cutting in and out. I kind of forgot what she was saying, though. But that's my thing, though. Like, to compare him to Brady, you have to do that. Like, yeah, you got to have the stats and some championships with it. Like, in basketball, we got to put LeBron, all of LeBron's stats. But you got to say he has the four rings, too. Like, that has to be included. Yeah. And, like, and that's Brady, what people are going to argue with. Like, no matter what, I honestly think nobody's going to argue Brady at this point. You, you right. just cannot. You, you really cannot argue Brady's the go. You you can't you can't argue that that's undisputed. He he has the personal oh. achievements and he has the championship rings to show for it as well. Exactly. So, you know that makes him the goat. But what I'm saying, you know, Jonathan. And let's to say me, him, and also I want to say this before we move on to the next topic. His longevity is remarkable. His personal achievements are incredible, and. I mean, you know, his uh, his work ethic even is unmatched uh, when you look at right. everything that he's accomplished and his resume, it, it says it all. It, it says it all. But what I'm saying, Jonathan, is minus championship because it is hard to win championships at any sport that you play. Right. Let this man have the longevity. Um, the game is faster, it's quicker, and we know how Pat, Pat Mahomes looked look, look to bomb the ball downfield. He is that type of quarterback. I mean, hey, I don't think he'll. I, I don't just think he'll beat um, Tom Brady numbers. I think he'll shatter them, like like demolish those numbers. So, but he got to play as long as Brady too. Down, I think he, he has. Does. To, he does. Yeah, he's a long way I mean, he has a ring, so he's Drew Brees. <laughs> if he does, he have to play as long. I think he would have to. Ring, he's Drew Brees. Or he's Aaron Rodgers. Nah. Yeah, I'm about to say right now. Aaron Rodgers, right here. <laughs> nah, just kidding. That that was a joke. That, they that, are. He's that, a, was a, he's... that was a bad joke, actually. No, no, it's actually it's right though. Yeah, I mean he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so he's far, better than he's better than Aaron Rodgers. Come on now. 
Now hold on now. Hold on. Now. <laughs> no, he is. You heard me correct. Hold he is. On Listen, now. hey, hey, he if is. you give me a toss-up, I'm, hey, I'm he may be first. He may be better than he may have got Aaron Rodgers right as a right about now. Already five straight AFC championship games, been in the Super Bowl twice already. He already probably could have catch Aaron Rodgers at this point. My dude played in the Hall of Fame right now. No, no, not in the Hall of Fame. I'm talking about the way he's coming up right now over Aaron Rodgers. He looks like he's closing in fast right now. Patrick Mahomes look like he's closing in fast over him. Sensei, do you want to close this out? Because I I thought I kind of cut you off there. No, it's okay. I was just saying. Um, I think that right now, I shoot. I would take Patrick Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and you know, at least I know I can trust. I can trust Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I can't trust Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. He's proven too many times, and he's failed. Yep. So at this exactly. point, I know for I know for sure at least Patrick Mahomes is going to get me to the championship game. I know. I know for a fact. And I mean, that's on one leg. That's with a bad defense, a bad O line, three receivers injured. We haven't seen it all. I know, I know Freddie wants to say something, but Freddie, we got to move now on. Now, your boy, your boy A-Rod, your boy A-Rod be selling wolf tickets. That's all I'm saying. That, that's you all I'm saying. You I, better I, be because of Thompson say that I can't read <laughs> Freddie, Freddie, yeah, Freddie. Sorry. We, we got to move on, man. We got to move on. We got to get into the next topic. The next topic is Sean Payton. Sean Payton is back. He's back in the NFL. The Denver Broncos finalized the deal Tuesday to acquire their next – head coach from the New Orleans Saints. I like Sean Payton. You guys know how I feel about Sean Payton. He's a guru to me. Uh, he's one of the best to ever coach uh, in the NFL. And, and you know, he held his job for a long time in, in New Orleans. Um, he, wanted, he wanted to take a year off. He did. He took a little break from football. Now he's back in action. Now he's going to be back on the sideline again, calling plays, doing his thing. Um, and I think he's going to come in there and change the mindset. I think he's going to come in uh, in the Mile High City and and change that approach, you know, bring a, a winning attitude uh, to that team. And, and, you know, the Denver Broncos are not really a bad team at all. They just hired the wrong guy to coach them last season. They're not really a bad team. They're a talented team. They, they do need a quarterback, though. I have my questions about Russell Wilson. They're stuck with him. But. Can Sean Payton unlock Wilson's game, and can he kind of help him revitalize his game this season? Will we see a resurgent year under Sean Payton? That's a good question. Sensei, I go to you. What are your thoughts on? Why she got to go? Why she got to go first? Be, lady, because, lady, um, lady. Um, excuse, excuse you, excuse you, Mister Mister Mad over there. Relax yourself. Thanks. Um, no, honestly, I hope so. I really do because I like Sean Payton as a coach and I like Russell Wilson as a quarterback, but I think that for far too long, Russell Wilson has gotten away with too much because he is Russell Wilson. He won a, he won a Super Bowl, and that's fine. And it, I kind of feel like Russ is at that pace, that, that kind of that place that, unfortunately, Freddie, I'm sorry, I'm going to make this comparison, but he's kind of at the same place that Aaron Rodgers is. If you give him too much, if you give them too much and you give him too much power and too much control, this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this he, he's he's pretty much played and acted like a spoiled kid because he's got an office in, 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 in the Denver facility. He has more than multiple parking spots when other players don't have it. So everybody, they can say all that we behind rush stuff all they want to, but every, I, I guarantee you behind closed doors, everybody's like, well, what is this? What's so special about this dude that he getting all these privileges that we can't? 
So I just hope that somebody is able to hold his feet to the fire and challenge him and get that get that hunger back in him because he was at his best when he didn't when he, he wasn't given everything. See, once you once you, once he was given everything, it exposed who he really was. So hopefully, with a coach like Sean Payton, who's who's known to be a hard nosed coach, who's known to you know challenge his players and 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 coach, he's known to be a, a coach's coach. Hopefully, he can get him back to Russell, what the Russell Wilson that we are used to seeing, but. Um, I got faith in him because, like I said, I like him as a coach. But, you know, we'll see. The, obviously, like Jonathan said, the jury's still out on Russell Wilson. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, sometimes we we learn more about you when you get hit in the face. You know, exactly. put your hand down. Exactly. We're not in school. We're not in class. Ooh. We're Ooh. not in school. Put your hand down. Get him, Jonathan. Get him. Put your hand down. <laughs> I wasn't going to go to you next. I'm going to Coach Dante. Coach Dante's been waiting patiently. It's his turn, and then after that, Chris, and then I'll get to you. Coach Dante, what is your take on Sean Payton getting the job as the Denver Broncos head coach? Uh, I think it was a good – I think it was a solid hire, even though they did want D'Amico Ryans. They asked D'Amico Ryans for an interview twice, and he turned it down twice because he was taking a job for uh, my Houston Texans over there. So, otherwise, it's a great – it's a solid move. Uh, the uh, what's uh, Denver was great on defense. The Denver Broncos, that was the one bright spot about Denver. They was great on defense. Uh, the uh, offense was terrible. And anytime as as Nathaniel Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett should have never got the head coaching job. Uh, they was banking on Aaron Rodgers to come over there. That didn't happen. But anytime it was, it got so bad. Anytime you have to have a coach to help you manage clock management and timeouts. That's horrible, and that's what they had over there in Denver. Uh, the receivers could not stay on the field. That's another problem. The running backs, Melvin Gordon, had got released because he fumbled the football, fumbled the football way too much. Javante Green to his ACL up in the middle of the uh, season when uh, he was a hot running back in the league. Uh, the defense got worn down down the stretch. The play calling got worse. And it was just an all-around dumpster fire. And you had too much uh, people in the locker room complaining, fighting all on the sideline. It just got that bad in Denver. And Russell Wilson just was a shell of himself. But I think Sean Payton is going to come in, and he's going to come in. He's going to fix that offense. He's going to manage timeouts better. He's going to do clock management better. But I think the receivers got to stay on the field. I think Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy can stay on the field consistently. I think they can do some things. I don't really think that Denver Broncos team is that bad. It's just Nathaniel Hackett is not wasn't ready to be a head coach in the league, and it showed why. You look at the Jaguars. What was the difference? Urban Meyer was the difference, and when they when they when they got Doug Peterson, they won the AFC South. Same thing here. Uh, I think they can change that culture with Sean Payton with a better head coach. I think they can. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win it, uh, AFC West, but I think they can be more competitive than what they were this year. So, and I think Sean Payton is the right move. Uh, for them to get, even though they had to spend drive capital and give up a first round pick, but I think it's a right it's the right move to fix this offense. But it all depends on if the wide receiving core can stay healthy and the team can stay healthy. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. There was a lot of injuries. The injuries have piled up, and then there was a lot of infighting chaos. And and you would see it on the sideline because they they would put the camera on them, and you would see them. Uh, but but bumping heads, arguing on the sideline, that's never a good look for a team um, when you see that publicly like that. But Chris Robinson, let me get your thoughts. Let me get let me get you in on this and and see how you feel about this hiring, because I, I personally you guys all know how I feel. I like it. Yeah, um, 
I like it too. I just want to see what does this do for Russell Wilson? Like since I said, I mean, Russell has his office. He has his own parking space. We know Sean Payton's not going to tolerate that. He's going to come in, look, you with everybody else. So now, like we said, we started arguing on the sideline. Of course, the players are thinking about this kind of stuff. Like, man, this dude is getting all this special treatment, and he's ass on the field this year. Like, let's just be Mm -hmm. honest. Um, Yeah, there was other things going on, but overall, Russ was ass. So (laughs) now (laughs) he was pretty, whatever. Um, (laughs) So now we'll get the team unity. But the only thing I want to know is how do you think that's going to affect Russ mentally at this point? Because it's like he came in on such a pedestal. Now he has to be brought back down. Is he going to be that Russ of old? Because um, we know his style is not going to be the same. Like he's not going to be able to just scramble around in the pocket like he used to. And that's not really – you know, Sean Payton's not going to have those plays drawn up for him to do that anyway. But I do like it. I just want to – I just want to see how it meshes for Russ personally. I I, I know they're stuck with him for what the next three years. <laughs> I hear you, Jordan. He he get ready to. He, and that's why I'm gonna keep talking. Say, I just don't I, even I, want I to. Uh, <laughs> I ain't want to go yet. Yep. You know what? I'm gonna wrap it up, Freddie. Go. He, he's eager to go. Look at him. Your he's honor, can I can I rise? You gotta drink that juice because he know he about to talk about a good three minutes, take up three minutes, four minutes of the show, just to say one thing. Your honor, can I rise? Sean Payton. Your honor, can I? Oh, go I ahead, Freddie. Go, just say what you gotta say. Damn it, do it. First of all, first of all, this is how this this is an example of a horrible organization. And the Los Angeles Chargers. You would rather keep Stanley as your coach instead of going all in for your young quarterback and Justin Herbert and getting a Sean Payton to be your head coach. That's a horrible okay. franchise um, yeah, for the Chargers, yeah, okay. by the yeah. way. I want to get that out of the way. If you have a young talent that you have, you need to go all in and show your young quarterback that you're invested in him. They okay, have the talent, you guys. I have a question on that. Okay, though. I like that. And then they hired Kellen Moore. That makes the situation worse, too. So, Sean Payton is different. such an old school, hard ass. Is that going to work with a young guy like Justin Herbert, though? You have to think hey, about that personality clash. Hey, you can't hey, risk it. But guess what? You got to try. You can do better than Stanley. I don't care. You got to be willing to try. But can you risk that, though? Yeah, you, hell can. Yeah, you can. Hell risk, yeah. You can risk that. I think you can. It, you know it, it depends, but it depends on something. It depends on how bad does Justin Herbert want to be great? How bad does he want to be mentioned with, with some of those young quarterbacks that have, that have you know, strung along? Like, look at a guy like Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want to be in that Joe, that Joe Burrow, that uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick right. Mahomes? Like, do you want to be in that class or do you want to be second fiddle? So, so I mean, I'm with Freddie. You got to at least take a chance. If you're looking at the Chargers roster, you guys, they are ready to win. They have the talent from the defense to the to the offense. They have the receiver. They have the running game. They have everything. Yeah. But they what's do. missing? They mm-hmm. we've seen time after time where they will the coach has got in the way. Now to the Denver Broncos. Everybody wanted to criticize Russ, but nobody wanted to look at the big picture. Who is he throwing the football to, you guys? The receivers was hurt all the time. 
Exactly. They were hurt most of the time. They were hurt. That's so, why I said they stay healthy. They can be and then the, a lot of the problem was that Russell Wilson was standing behind the pocket. That's not Russ's game. Russ is a guy that is allowed to use his feet, to use those legs, to run around the pocket, to create plays on, on the outside. That I blame that on the coach. The Denver Broncos messed up from day one by going out and get a coach and hack it to try to recruit Aaron Rodgers down there. Instead, they didn't get the quarterback first, and they didn't get the quarterback that fits with the coach, the head coach playing style. So, yes, Russell Wilson had a horrible year last year. I definitely agree. But I think it's more on the coaching style, the lack of weapons, the reason why he did not have the type of season that we are accustomed of Russell Wilson to have. And to address the little office that he held, Excuse me, I don't know which one of y'all said that, but greatness sometimes the, the sometimes you notice know sensei greatness demands a little extra on the sideline. Don't sit up here <laughs> like, like that LeBron James just go down there in crypto and he don't have no special privileges that those other guys have. Let's not act like that's not a thing. You can't Listen, compare uh, LeBron to uh, Russ uh, though. Uh, four to one, my boy. Four to one. You can't that's compare LeBron to four Russ. One. Hey, he's still a champion. What 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 has Denver done and since Peyton Manning. Good point. Okay. Point, Freddie. You, hey, I got. I gotta say, you made some valid points there. You surprised? Uh, no, he did it. You surprised? Jonathan, don't do this. Don't do this, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit surprised. I'm a bit surprised. I'm a hey, Freddie, Freddie had some of the points I had, actually. You, you know what? Yeah, the same points that I had, actually. You know what, though? An act of kindness go a long way. So, I'm Freddie, gonna be I'm going to be honest with you, Jonathan. Okay? I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't going to be petty, but you bring the pettiness out of me, so I'm about to be petty. <laughs> Hey, I'm with you, you though. Might... I felt they should have fired. No, no, no. Hold on, Jonathan. Hold on, Jonathan. Hold on, Jonathan. Hey, hey, hey. Hold on. Hey, this is my show. You telling me to hold on. <laughs> I know you might have forgot who I am because, I mean, this used to be a little setup about a year ago, but this is the new and improved 2.0. I had to be petty. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm going back to timeout. Freddie must think we're in school, but we're not. Jonathan, this is your show. Wade's just getting earlier. Now he turns his We got to go in timeout. Anyway, we don't have time to wait. Let's move on. Let's get into the next topic. We're going to talk about D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans has been a hot name uh, in this hiring cycle particularly, but he was a hot name yet last year as well. Um, you know, there was a few teams talking about possibly hiring him. I felt that he was well-deserving of being a head coach in the National Football League. He finally gets his chance. The Houston Texans have hired him to be the next head coach. He inherits a team with quite a bit of cap space and 11 draft picks. I also heard he was also attracted to the team as well because I believe his wife is from that area as well so that's home for her so um uh, is this a good hire i think it's a great hire but i'm worried about him not getting a chance to turn the team around because this look the texans has been such a dumpster fire right um in recent memory and and they have uh they have splashed dumpster juice i've said this number of times as well they splashed dumpster juice in the faces of the last two coaches that were there so uh, that's a bit concerning to me. 
him taking a job. And I know the opportunity was there. This is where he wanted to be. Obviously, he he turned down the Broncos a few times and said, "No, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to coach in Denver. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know." I don't I don't know much about that franchise. I don't want to live in, in the Mile High City. It, it, the air is thin, all of this other stuff that's going on there. No, 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 no. I'm going to Texas. I'm going to take my chance on this team. Uh, guys, um, I like this hire, but I fear the worst. I fear that if they have another terrible year, he's going to be out of a coaching job. What's your thoughts? Freddie, I'll let you go first because I know you might have a lot to say here. And I know you're going to take five minutes of our time. So I'll let you go first. All right, Freddie. You're good. You know what? For a judge, for you for you to be a judge, you called a petty judge tonight, sir. Um, but let me say what I got to say real quick. I agree with a lot of the things, the comments, the, people, the guys in the comments saying. You know, it, it yeah, shows thanks, me thanks that. Thanks, everyone, for chiming in. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. It, it, it shows to tell me that the Houston Texans is bought into him because they did give him a six-year deal. They could have gave him a two- or three-year deal where they're, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, we expect you to do a quick turnaround. They know this isn't going to be a year or two to year, a year to two turnaround where they're going to be winning. They're going to be making a push for the playoffs. They know that he has to come in there kind of help change the culture down there in Houston. Um, and you know what? This kind of makes them look better because a lot of people was criticizing how they how they did of Lovey, the last coach. You give him, you hire him last year, then you fired him. But, you know, you going out to get a, a Ryan, D'Amico Ryan, that shows that you're trying to go out and get your coach that you can feel that can build a team around you that can compete for the playoffs, that can compete for bigger things down the road. Um, I love the idea He's a defensive-minded coach. Uh, we've seen what he did in San Francisco. Um, you know, I believe that he's a coach that's going to be able to be a player's coach. Um, I love the hire. Um, great, great start for that organization. And, um, hey, you need leaders. You need a leader in front of me, and they got them a leader. Yeah, they absolutely got themselves a leader. Uh, uh, D'Amico Ryan has shown – time and time again, that he meets the qualifications to be a head coach in the National Football League. I think he'll do a, a, a well enough job to keep his job uh, in Houston. But look, it's going to take longer than a year, okay? This is longer than a, a one-year plan or, or a, a two-year plan. It's going to take some time. So the front office is going to have to be patient with him, but I believe he can turn it around. I think the the – the players in 49ers, the 49ers players, they had nothing but good things to say about him. You know, they, they said how great he was in the locker room. His speeches were awesome. Uh, you know, players bought into uh, his philosophy. The players really, really uh, liked him. So uh, this, this means good things for the Houston Texans. And I like it. And Coach Dante, I want to go to you because I know this is your team. You you're from the Houston area. You you live down there, and you you probably have more insight on this as well. So, what are your thoughts on this hire? I know you liked it. I, I know you talked a little bit about it on social media the other day. So, uh, uh, tell us what's up. 
Uh, I love it. I, don't, I love it, man. All the Houston fans love it. It's fit right into the area. Perfect deal. Six-year deal. Uh, ain't no way in the world D'Amico Ryan's uh, for the person this caliber that everybody wanted on the free agency block, that wanted on the coaching carousel. He turned down Arizona. He turned down Indianapolis, which is those two teams still don't got head coaches yet. So it's showing what type of dumpster fire they really are. They don't got head coaches yet. Shit, goddamn the coach about to goddamn hire Jeff Saturday. They about to hire Jeff Saturday. Damn the hire Jeff Saturday. So that shows how bad they're looking right now. Denver wanted D'Amico Ryan's not once. Well, twice and he turned it down, but it shows you know Nick Casario uh was on the hot seat before this hire. And I gotta give credit to Bob McNair because from taking hold of this organization, because immediately after he fired Lovey Smith, he said in a press conference that I'm going to be a part of the coaching shirt search. We knew the uh David Cully uh coaching and the lovey smith they were just one year uh rentals they were not going to be future head coaches of this team plus the players didn't respect them in the locker room so when you have when you lose in the locker room any point of time you don't need to be uh, you don't need to be there anyway the players didn't like lovey smith uh he used it a lot of players wrong but this is a guy that's going to get the best up out of his defensive players he's going to set a new standard for the city of houston and the players he has 11 draft picks to work with he's going to make the most of them that's starting by getting a damn quarterback in the building and uh that number 12 pick is going to be valuable this defensive uh draft is going to is really good on defense and we got some money for the free agent free agency block too we got some cap space to go out there and get a uh, free agent on a defensive line, uh, but I'm I love it, love the move, happy. And at this point, man, um, I'm very just very excited that we're going in the right direction. I don't think it's going to really take them long uh, to um, you know uh, make make the playoffs or get this team right. Remember, Jaguars made made a big move with Doug Peterson. They overpaid for Christian Kirk and got it right. So let's second point. The FC South is not that damn good. The, the FC South is really weak. So who's to say we can't go from worst to first next year with the right moves, with the right drafting, with the right for agency moves, and the right head coach? We can down well do the same. But other than that, I'm very happy. Uh, I love the move. And uh, this is the first time feeling good in a while about the Houston Texans. Yeah, I think he's I think he's incredibly capable of being a successful head coach and I think like you said he's going to set a new standard there and you know this is this is a great hire uh for the Texans if they're looking to improve and 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 win and change the culture and if there's one guy that can uh point the team in the right direction it's it's D'Amico Ryans because of his resume and because of the, the experience that he's bringing from the Bay Area to that team now. And, and you know, he knows defense really well because he's a defensive-minded coach. So things are about to change uh, in Houston. Sensei, what is, what is your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this? Um, so a few things. I want to start with Coach Dante. I'm happy for you. <laughs> You finally got got some promise coming to you, Texans. I know that I know it's been a long time coming, so definitely want to say that I'm happy for you, sir. But um, I'm just happy that a black coach finally got a chance. I'm gonna be completely honest because that is something that has been needed in the NFL for years to come. We've been talking about it. Everybody's been campaigning for it, and and you know the NFL is quote unquote so big on preaching diversity and things of that nature, and we haven't really seen any just 
or fair um, diversity hirings. And this is probably one of the ones I feel like they got right. So I'm happy for this guy to get the opportunity to, um, you know, be a head, not be a head coach, kind of, you know, run his own ship. And I, I, I wish him all the success. I think he's going to be good at it because, you know, we see what he was able to do with that 49ers team. Um, and, and, you know, keep them keep them at a steady pace, especially with that defense. Like he I mean, their defense was stout. And if he can bring some of that to the Texans and, you know, they can move a couple pieces around, get him a decent at least a decent quarterback. And also, too, this is probably the most important thing. Give him the time to grow with that team just because they're not successful. They may or may not be successful in his first his first year or first two years, but give him an opportunity to at least grow with that team and the team grow with him and he can develop he can develop that team and build that team up don't just cancel the shit just because it gets rocky a little bit like allow him the same opportunity that most of these white coaches would get so right. i just hope that, that like i said i'm i'm happy that he got the job i'm happy he has to hire i just hope that he gets a fair shot to really see what he can do as a head coach in this league i'm with you i'm with you on that one i'm with you for sure 100 percent I like Gene's comment. Gene said that Brian Flores uh, deserves another shot at an NFL coaching opportunity, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, you know, if there's any openings, when there's opening, there there are openings, of course. Um, I like I like him. I also like Steve Wilkes. I think Steve Wilkes is deserving of a of a coaching uh, uh, job somewhere in the NFL as well. He, he hey. The culture remained in shape when when he was when he took over in Carolina. He did a he did a terrific job. A lot of people believed he should have got the job and not Frank Wright. That was that was a lot of people. I believe he should have got the job. I believe he should have got the job yeah, in and, Carolina. And that team was really good. We talked about it. Yep. On, I believe my first. They won game out of first play. They won one game out of making the playoffs. They lost to Tampa right. Bay. Really killed them. Right. Yes. So Brian Flores, he's definitely deserving of a job. He did a good job. He he was wrongfully terminated in in Miami. I don't care what anybody say. He he should have kept his job. He did a tremendous job there. Uh, that was uh, a bit of a, a racial bias there. You know, I don't want to make the show political. I don't want to you know get into too much uh, 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 racism here. But you know that that was he, he shouldn't have been fired. He shouldn't have lost his job. Um, and yes, we do need more diversity in the NFL. So I think this is great to see another black coach getting hired. Uh, hopefully this is the start, um, to a new beginning for black coaches in the NFL. Cause we need more black voices and, and we don't only need them down the sideline with a, with a clipboard or with, um, headgear over their, their heads. We need, we need them in the suites. We need them in the front offices as well. So we're making some progress, but we still got a long way to go. We still got a long way to go, but we're getting there. But guys, we, we got about five minutes left. And before we end the show, uh, we got to talk about LeBron James because he's a big story in the NBA as well. And I know Sensei likes this one because she loves LeBron James. That's her guy. Hey, I love LeBron James too. So I'm, hey. Hey, we I think we all like LeBron here, right? We all we all respect his game. We all appreciate what he has done for the game of basketball. So my question to you guys is when LeBron passes Kareem, where do you rank him on the all-time list? Um, Sensei, 
I'm going to start with you because you already prepared for this topic. I know you are. Oh, Freddie suddenly pops back up when he heard LeBron James. But Freddie, too bad. I'm going to Sensei first. Then next, I'll probably hand it over to okay, you. So you said, okay, so you said, where, where do I rank him? Where do I rank him all time? All time, when he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. Um, I'm sure you all won't be surprised by this answer. Um, I'm going to rank him number one. I'm going to do it. Like, it, it, just, it just is what it is. I've been, I've been a broad fan for an extremely long time. I rode the ship through the good times, the bad times, and the in-between times. And, but in, in all, and that's just me being funny, but in all seriousness, I think you have to at least consider him top three. Now, where you have him in your three, that's your opinion. But I feel like any basketball conversation that does not include him in the top three is asinine to me. Because you can't be the leading scorer, fourth in assists, the top playoff um, leader in scoring. Like, I mean, we could go down the list of records that this man has and not consider him top three. If you don't like him personally, fine. If you don't like all the extra shenanigans that come with him, I get it. I don't always like it either. But if we're being if we're being serious and we're talking just true eye test and true talent and what he's meant to the game and the longevity matched with that, he has to be top three. Like I said, wherever you have him in your three, it's subjective. But to have to put it plainly, he need to be one, two, or three. And that's he's he number one for me. But I'm just saying, in in just in the general scope, he got to be top three. Who, who yeah, is your three? You know, he definitely has the physical I, attributes to be in the top five, in, mm-hmm. in my opinion. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's one of the greatest to ever do it. He's definitely the great, the greatest of, of his generation right now, you know, and he's another one. He reminds you of Tom Brady, who we talked about earlier to start the show because of his longevity, mm-hmm. uh, because of his unmatched excellence and because of his ageless, um, you know, physical abilities that continues to amaze us every time we watch him play. It's incredible. Freddie, talk talk to me about LeBron. Why man. does Freddie get to go? I didn't even go last subject. <laughs> Did I miss you, Chris? Yes. Oh, yes. My bad, my bad. I didn't know I missed you. No, it's all good. My bad. Okay, Chris, you go next. Tell Wait, man, how are you going to tease me? We need a bailiff on this show. <laughs> we don't need anything, Freddie. I feel bad because I didn't let Chris go. Chris, it's all good. Freddie, go ahead. You should have said something, man. I would have let you go. No, nah, man, they're going to cut you off like that. That's I want to hear everybody's opinion. We don't want to hear George Foreman's opinion. Let's let's be honest. But let me... You know what? I'm taking my spot back, Freddie. All right. <laughs> um. Well, it doesn't change where I rank him because I already have him ranked number one. Um. I mean, it just adds to his legacy. The number one scorer of all time, fourth in assists, which happened last night. We talked about it backstage. That's not even being mentioned because we're so focused on the scoring record. Right. That says a lot that... Not only is he getting points, he's creating these points for other people too. He'll probably finish top 10 in rebounding. That's another thing that we know we're not looking at. All the stuff this man is doing. Um, Like we said with Brady, you could divide Brady's career into three. He has three Hall of Fame careers. LeBron, easily two Hall of Fame careers, both first ballot. The man. 
But since I, I do have, you never answered though, your three. My top three, um, I I got Bron. Um, and the, and this, it, I don't know, like with two and three, it kind of, it gets. It got to be in order. Yeah, it, well, okay. So my, my three is going to be Bron, Kobe, and Jordan. And I feel like that's everybody's. Like, yeah, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it You kind of have to have those three. If you don't have those three, you're wrong. Exactly. exactly. It's like the NFL receiver thing. Your top three NFL receiver have to be Moss, Owens, and T.O. If it's not those yeah. three, you're wrong. Order doesn't yeah, matter. Not Freddie, because Freddie, Freddie has a has a personal thing against uh, uh, Michael Jordan. You don't have Michael Jordan in your top three. Damn it! I guess I'm wrong. What I'm about to say. Listen here. Let wow. I get. Oh, I, I get. I get my top. You better three have Michael me. Jordan in your top three. <laughs> <laughs> you better have Michael Jordan in your top three. <laughs> It's funny how this dude just come up with a shoe. Don't it, play. But, but, Do you no. not see the closet behind him? Look. I mean, like, but listen. Got Jordan ever made. But listen, I just think it's amazing that the Lakers have had all these goats on their team when Wilt, from Jerry West to Shaq, Kareem, Magic. Kobe Bean, God rest his soul. I miss the Mamba daily. I really do. Um, Shaquille O'Neal. It's only an hour show, Freddie. I know. We're extending the time tonight. Um, Pau Gasol. Um, you know, so I just wait, 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 wait. Time out a second. Did you just mention Pau Gasol as a Laker great? Um, he wants you. He won two championships. Of course, he is. Yeah, but he wasn't a Laker great. He wasn't a Laker great. He was a great player, but he wasn't a Laker he wasn't a great. great. He wasn't a Laker great. Come on, he was a great player. Come on, 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 no, 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 sir. No, no, sir. no, sir. He's not a Laker great. He's a great player, but he's not He's not a Laker great. He's not a Laker great. Come on, bro. Come he's not a Laker great. You got to put, you put Robert Ford and Jerry Fisher above now. Come on, man. No, I don't. And they roll you. You're canceled, Freddie. Time out. Time out, This is why I didn't let you go. You see? Come out. Come out. Come out, y'all. Robert Ford was a – time out, y'all. I love Robert Orr. I love Big Shot Rob. He was a role player for the Lakers. He wasn't a star. Paul Terry Paul Fisher. Listen, okay, give me your top. Give me your starting Paul five Gasol for the Lakers. Was a Hold on, no, no. Hold on, Jonathan. Jonathan, give me your starting five for the Lakers right now, all time. All no, time. Okay. Jonathan, before you, Jonathan, before you do that, can you put up Jordan's last three comments? I think they're really essential to the show. Producer. Put up the last. I gotta be the. Yes, you are. One more. There you go. <laughs> Jordan, we love you. Thank you for turning to the show, but I might okay. have to put you on a backseat too now. So my top five is Kobe. I'm gonna... Wait, Kobe, Kareem, Magic, Wes. And Shaq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Now give me 10. Now give me five more. I ain't give me I ain't doing all that. I don't have time. This show's running no, out no, of time. No, no. Yeah. Okay. 
We could do that another oh, day, yeah. Freddie. We could do I'm right. one on one or something like that. You know I'm right. Sure we, Coach, we, how about we got to get to Coach? He's Dante. our best power forward. Bro, he's probably our second Fred, best power forward. This is not a Lakers Laker show. <laughs> you talking about power, best power forward in Laker history, though? Yes. You think Paul Casar is the best power forward? I know he was one of the best power forwards in the NBA when he was with he's Memphis in two. L.A., he's but you're talking two. about a Laker great. He's top two. He's top two for the Lakers. A top two uh, all-time Laker great? So. Power for, for all-time Lakers? You're power crazy. Power yes. Name another one. No. Y'all, I, I don't really – I'm tired of the slander, <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! No, Paul Gasol was a great player, but he's not a racer, Wait, wait. That's not slander for Paul Gasol. It's being realistic. Like he, you know what? We talked about this earlier. This is a trip. Freddie said all of this and didn't even answer the damn question. This is about LeBron, not about Paul. Freddie, Freddie, you didn't answer the question. And you talking about? And you talking about the same Paul Gasol who was in Memphis who can't get out the first round before he went to Kobe before he went to the Lakers? That Paul Gasol that you talking about? Yeah, yes. couldn't even get out the first round. I'm talking about. Talk about. Talking about. Freddie, talking about. Do you need to be drug tested? <laughs> Jonathan, at all. I'm people, asking bro, for a friend. Jonathan, out of all people, me and you, the long-term Laker fans. You should know, like I know, bro. Without Paul Gasol, I'm Kobe. You, Paul Gasol was a great complimentary player to Kobe Bryant. But how is he not top ten in his Lakers? He's not race? top ten. Do you think he's better than Anthony Davis as a Laker? Do you think Paul Gasol is a better Laker than than AD? No. AD's so problem, AD problem is just he can't stay healthy. <laughs> so what? Like, when AD when AD's on the floor, he's, yet on this panel. he's the best player on the floor. Hold on, hold on. Besides nobody LeBron. on this panel. Hold on. Nobody on this panel yet to give me a top ten Laker list without Because this is not a Laker show. Time, we don't well, have time. Well, forget oh, it. You know what? Well, you know what? Well, y'all need to get y'all a Laker show and do all that. Well, let, exactly. me, let me answer the question. Let me answer the question. I'm Make gonna... the topic next week for this, Jonathan. We're running out of time. Next okay, I'm about, about about AD. I'm about to talk about AD. I'm about to talk about LeBron. Listen, it's so amazing for a guy that who cannot score the ball like Mike, for a guy that can't score the ball like Wilt, for a guy that can't score the ball like Kobe, for a guy that can't score the ball like Larry Bird. But still, he about to be number one. On the all-time record list. Let that sink in. A kid from Akron, Ohio, who've had pressure, who've had um, the load on his shoulders as a young man. But just imagine that he's lived his life to the public's eye, to a perfect to a T, where we don't even know if this man has a has a driving ticket. I mean, a speeding ticket. Let's just be honest. I mean, Freddie, we, are you we, writing an essay? Yes, I am. We've seen guys. We've seen guys go through scandals. We've seen guys go through this. We've seen guys go through that. But yet, yeah, LeBron has been able to be a good human being, but also be the goat on the basketball court. He's not just a goat on the basketball court. He's goat. He's goat in general. He's the goat. Even if he don't pass the record, he's my goat. He's number one. Kareem's number two. And Kobe being Brian's number three. Okay, got you, Freddie. Now we gotta get on to Coach Dante and let him have his his final word and say on LeBron James. 
Michael Jordan, LeBron James at number two. Michael Jordan one for me. Kobe being Brian three. All right. I like Is that it. even with the record? He's number two. Yep, he's number two. Can he ever he's number two? Not even with the record. He's number two. He's gonna break the. He's can gonna break the record probably. Uh, probably uh before the All Star break. He's gonna get the record before the All Star break. He's up there in rebounds. He's already number four in assists all time. Number four in assists. So, yeah, no, he's number two on my list. <laughs> can he ever be number one? Huh? Can he ever get number one? I don't know if I'm uh, consider him over Michael Jordan. I don't. I don't think I'm consider consider him over Mike, Michael Jordan. Why? Huh? Uh, again, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan just was a was a different ball player, man. For me, on my side, he was just a different player. He was just a different player, man. He was he would uh, snatch your heart out your chest. Uh, he wanted every shot. Uh, I mean, he went to the final six times. He's undefeated in finals uh, appearances. He beat four sixty win teams. Four sixty win teams. Scotty Pippen is too. Scotty Pippen is known undefeated in finals. His oh yeah, but uh, I think Michael Jordan was the engine to make the team go too, though. I think he was no, uh, no, no, part of. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Scottie Pippen didn't have a part. But I said I'm not saying Scottie Pippen didn't have a part of it. But I think Michael Jordan as well a was. The, huh? No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not just discrediting my uh, uh, Pippen. I'm not discrediting. Uh, He's an all-time great coach, Bill Jackson. But I think Michael Jordan, my uh, Michael Jordan played Batman. People played Robin on the uh, on the other side of him. So that's how I, I just coach, value it. Coach, just coach. value it. Michael Jordan needs the all time great co coach. He needs the all time great. Man, Michael Jordan play. played against all time great defenses. He played against all time killer great defenses too, as well. He played yeah, in the toughest era of basketball when Charlotte Charlotte then was really good. Charlotte then was really good. The Celtics had an all time great defense. Huh? Charlotte was good at the end of that time. Charlotte was actually good no, at that time. Since taller than Muzzy Bowe. Muzzy Bowe no. and Charlotte. They used to get beat. Start, the Charlotte wanted to actually a playoff team at that time. The Celtics had an all-time great defense. The, the 86 Celtics was probably one of the greatest defenses of all time. The Detroit Pistons, one of the greatest defenses of all time. Michael Jordan had to go through a lot. 74 years old with Jordan Williams. You said who? They were, all, they, were all, they were all 29 years old. They was all in their prime. They weren't old. They were all in their primes when Michael Jordan beat them. They weren't old when Michael Jordan beat them. When they was in their primes, they were smacking Michael around. When they got old, that's when Michael Yo, that, that showed you it wasn't easy. Same thing with It wasn't easy for Michael Jordan. They both didn't have it easy. They both didn't really have it easy. Has gotten intense. I just want to say I, one I ain't thing. Lie I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and say this has gotten intense. I just want to say one last thing. We, Hurry up, Freddie. Make we it quick. Know, we gotta go. Are we, we on know, the last? Aren't we the last show on the network tonight? Yeah. Are we, we really know, on the time schedule? No. We know <laughs> what Michael Jordan. We know what Michael Jordan was doing before he teamed up with Scotty. He was getting bounced out in hey. the first round by the and LeBron James when LeBron James LeBron James leading the Wayne Wade. LeBron James the Wayne Wade team up too. LeBron James and Chris Boston or the Wayne Wade team up too. So don't don't act like LeBron James didn't need no help. And he could, he could win something without. Huh? He still couldn't. He still couldn't win anything. He still couldn't win anything without him. 
Hold on, coach. Hold on, coach. We seen him as a young man come in the league and carry grown men. But he did. Yeah, he did. He did. I told y'all. He didn't win a championship and three got over that with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Save your thoughts. I gotta say something to our viewers out there that's watching. I told y'all before the show. And I don't even like doing that. I don't even like get some popcorn. Get your popcorn ready. Sit back in the recliner. Pour you a tall glass of coke because this was this was gonna be one hell of a show. And Freddie did say he was gonna bring the smoke, but he don't want to see this smoke. He don't want to see all the smoke. You know, I come for the smoke. But hey. Guys, it's been a fun show. We gotta wrap it up now. Cause hey, when you got a toddler, let me tell you something. When you got a toddler that's two years old running around, you gotta get back to business sometime. You know, (laughs) you gotta step away. You gotta step away. You know, but uh, hey, it's been a great show, guys. And 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 we'll we'll definitely talk about this more. We'll definitely talk about this LeBron stuff more. And Freddie, we definitely gonna get into this Paul Gasol debate as well because I do not. Agree with you. I respectfully disagree with you. I think it's utter nonsense. I think it's ridiculous. I think you need to be drug tested. As far as I'm concerned, you need to get drug tested in the morning. The first thing that's the first thing you need to do in the morning is go get drug tested. I can't brush my teeth. What? I have a question real quick before we before we sign out. We're doing this on Wednesdays, right? So that's like it's three Lakers games between now and then. Is LeBron number one by the next time we come back? He is. No, I think he gets it next time. I think he gets it. Yeah, I think he gets it. I I said this in the chat. I really think just as like his mentality, he is going to wait until next week when they play the Bucks. You beat that. You do it against Kareem's old team. It's going to be close to all-star break. I will say that because they plan on they plan on doing a celebration for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to happen before All-Star. And right. y'all know that they got tickets for, or at the crypto for $75,000 for the prediction of a game that he might break it at, at crypto? Crazy. I'm going to tell that you this, crazy. The game that he go for, he going for 50. You Freddy, best believe Freddy, he going to put I'll let on you go show. first to give your final thoughts, and you can share that. Go for it. Final <laughs> Let's do our final thoughts. This show's got to wrap up. He gonna put up fifty that night. I guarantee you that. And then by next time we do a show next week, Lakers gonna be in the sixth spot in the West. We make we about to make a run. Oh, Rob Palinka about to make a trade. Get it done, Rob. Get it done, Rob. Get it done, Rob. Let me have next. Let me have next. Sounds like a delusional Laker fan to me. But thanks for your final thoughts, Freddie. And tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, hey, you know, I'm going to tell you how special you are, Jonathan, to me. I'm going to take it. I haven't done a podcast. I've been I, I have been taking a break from doing on the on camera stuff and doing a lot of behind scenes. Oh. But when I had I said, oh, we could be Alana, Chris and, and Jonathan, Coach Dante. Because I, I told Chris I wasn't going to be a part of the show. But I said, you know what? I need to be a part of this one. I got to be a part of this one. So right here, the Sports Empire Network. Did it done, Rob? Thank you, Freddie. Okay, Sensei, you want to tell everyone where they can find you and, and give your final thoughts? Um, yes, so my final thoughts are, um, Coach Dante, I got smoke for you, but we'll address that later. Um, Brian's okay. going to be number one. That's just what it is. Um, I think by the time we do this show again, he'll probably have the record. If not, 
like um, Chris said, it'll be against the Bucks just for for the moment and what it would mean to the NBA and how I, how legendary it would be. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, Cynthia underscore thirty three. And you can find my podcast from the ground up anywhere that you listen to podcasts. That is Google Podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify. Um, so yeah, just I mean, stay tuned, you know, and uh, don't listen to everything Freddie says because sometimes it's, it's a lot. But anyway. Um, love everybody, and uh, yeah, glad to be a part of this. <laughs> Chris, man, give me your final thoughts and tell everyone where they can find you. First of all, thank you for letting me join the show. This is an amazing cast. Like I, like Freddie said, a year ago we did this, and this is probably like my favorite group of people that I've <laughs> ever interacted with on anything. Like I made sure I got like I've had internet problems for the past month. I did everything I could to work tonight. Like, as Freddie. We were backstage for like 30 minutes before the show. I had to do this. Jonathan, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. No problem, um, my man. No problem. Honestly, here. You're going to find me here. This is it. Wednesdays, I'll be here. Um, I'll be on the Sports Empire Network. I'll jump in on other shows. But I will be here every Wednesday with you guys. And my final thoughts is to talk about Freddie, the Lakers trade. When me and Chris oh Paul come to the Lakers. <laughs> Chris, don't get him started. No, for real. He might pop. He might have popped his name just now. When me and Chris Paul get to the Lakers, Freddie, you just sit over there. You just sit there. You just act right. You you don't say nothing. You just look like Static Shock Daddy and just just roll with us. (laughs) All right, I want to. Say one last thing. I no, it's coach. It's, it's coach. No, that's it. coach. No, no, you, no, you, no, had no, no. you had your privileges. You're done. You're done. I'm cutting your mic. I'm cutting your mic. Coach Dante, go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you. Hey, man, this is an awesome show. Appreciate all y'all for having me, especially Freddie for having me on the Empire Sports Network from doing play-by-plays a part of the network. Uh, y'all know y'all can find me here. Uh, y'all need someone to fill in on Wednesday, Monday. Uh, but I, otherwise, I'm on here every Friday with Jonathan. But, you know, basically, if y'all need me, y'all know y'all can hit me up for an extra show or something. Y'all know y'all can hit me up. And, Chris, I see why you're going to the Lakers because the Phoenix getting beat down pretty much by the Atlanta Hawks. So I see – you know why the changes being being oh. made? Oh, I want to. I want to say one last thing. I got to say this one last I thing. That, I got to say this. This is the last thing, John. We just having a good show. We vibe. We trying to talk to Freddie so he can't get his word in. John, you want to take us home? No, one last thing. What did he say? Damn it! Quickly, Chris. Chris, I. Chris, we tried to get you on the bandwagon. You and your boy CP, he too old. We don't want him no more. Stay in Phoenix. Okay, that's it. Bye, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk, talk, talk your section. Sec, sec, uh, section is over. Okay? It's over, Freddie. <sighs> I want to thank all our viewers out there for tuning in and watching. I apologize if I didn't get back to the comments in the comment section below, but you guys know who you are. Thank you guys for watching. We really appreciate it. This was a great show with the panel. Um, You guys were awesome. Thanks for uh, joining uh, me for another episode of the Judges Corner. 
Um, as always, we will continue to do this show. You guys are an amazing cast. I, I can't ask for anything better. So I really appreciate all you guys for uh, jumping on and joining me tonight. This was a great show. We had a great time. Again, thanks to our viewers. We'll be back. Uh, well, I'll be back with some of the same cast on Friday. Uh, I'll see you guys then. Uh, you guys don't want to miss another episode of the Judge's Corner. Um, Freddie mo most likely will be back because he wants that smoke, obviously. So we'll see him back on Friday, uh, flapping his gums once again. But until next time, you guys take care. You guys have a wonderful night. Peace out, everyone. Take care. Yeah.